Welcome everyone, we're about to begin by Esther Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 318. We're going to talk today about what uh, we call micro-cheating, small, you know, cheating on your husband or on your wife, not mama's cheating, just minor things that eat away at a marriage. And it's very important uh, as a priority to protect your marriage. And we talked about in the past... Uh, in some shiurim, the shiurim in the workplace, the shiurim is outside the house, but sometimes they're very subtle, almost not really detected behaviors uh, that seem externally innocent or harmless, but it still slowly causes a marriage to erode. And, but just be- and because just because it's small and you think of it, it's insignificant, no big deal, doesn't mean that it is insignificant, because very often... The little actions have a great impact. Those small steps, those small actions that you do have a tremendous impact. And it may not be a full-blown emotional cheating, but it's heading in that direction. Um, So I'm going to explain a few of those behaviors uh, that we have to be careful of and to stay away from. So one of them is to complain, to complain about your husband or wife, about the problems you're having with them to someone else. I'm not talking about a case where you're talking to a confidential mentor or coach or rav or therapist because you want to go through something um, in a very letayalas, in a practical way of how to handle a situation. I'm talking stam in general, you know, to, to, to talk to your friends or family or uh, certainly with the opposite gender. That's obviously not, not only it's a breach of sneas and breach of serious kedarim, but I'm talking about even complaining about your husband and wife to people of the same gender as yourself. It's still in essence a form of cheating because you are basically cheating on them emotionally. Because even when you talk negatively to your, of your spouse, to your parents, to your siblings, to friends when you're frustrated, and, uh, and when you talk to your wife, you're very often sarcastic and you don't talk to her, and you're not allowing that vulnerability to take place of dealing directly with your spouse about things that are, you know, that are issues that you have to discuss. So that's number one. The complaining, besides the etzim iser of Lashon Hara in many cases, but the etzim complaining about your husband or wife to others um, creates a breach in the marriage. Another aspect that is a breach is flirting with others that are not your husband and wife. Now, flirt doesn't mean outright sexual things, necessarily, um, but flattery is an example. Uh, you you put, you know, you make someone feel good with the flattery, and uh, you try to uh, push their buttons to make them, f- you know, feel good about you. And, um, to, and even if you, it seems, let's say, your husband and wife doesn't seem to mind, it's even in their presence, and they don't seem to mind that much, it doesn't make a difference. It, bottom line is, ultimately, if you uh, do that with others and they're there, it'll make them feel down, make them feel less secure. And if they're not there, it's also a mini cheating somewhat to do that flirting. Um, sometimes it's, it's, it's mixed in with uh, complicated ego. Both males and females have this issue with flirting um, to get attention. It gives them a certain sense of um, empowerment. So that's something that has to be really uh, monitored and to be careful not to fall into those behaviors. 
Another thing that's, I would think, a little more major even is when you hide money from your husband or wife because of lack of trust. It shows that you'd lack, lack the trust. Now, when it comes to overspending and things, you have things that you could talk to each other about that. But hiding and not telling, not sharing these in your, these things with your husband and wife, with your husband or wife, in 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 you know the basic way, is not a healthy thing, and um, it's important that they're open with each other about the financial aspects involving their marriage. Another sign of emotional cheating in a certain small way is when you dress nicer for other people more than you dress for your own spouse, for your own husband, for your own wife. And um, that's obviously with the opposite gender that goes without saying, but even with your own, let's say, friends and uh, company that you're going to and you're dressing up very nicely for them and and you're, you're more in, in, into them in impressing them than impressing your own husband and wife, that also is an issue. And overall, it's important, we know through Chazal, and it talks about in general, to, learn, to, to basically try to dress, sigh in the house, and certainly when a husband and wife are going out together, to dress nicely and, um, and care about their appearance uh, of one to another. And when you do this consciously, when you go overboard and you are dressing nicer for other people, it chips away. It's an emotional uh, um, cheating in a certain sense. Another thing that also harms marriages very often is, unfortunately, uh, when, one, when there is a silent treatment or a certain stonewalling or sulkiness or eye-rolling. Um, all these things breach the kesher between a husband and a wife. And what happens with people in their klal is if they don't learn how to develop a healthy communication with one another, it'll end up manifesting in negative ways in their body language. Silent treatment is a form of isolation, and it creates a lot of negativity. So all those behaviors are neglecting or cheating or hurting your spouse. And one of the harshest things, I think, that really, really hurts a marriage very, very much, we talked before about mostly complaining to your friends or family or about your husband and wife, but when you talk down to your husband and wife in front of other people, this is poison. This is a terrible thing. And it really, really is extremely hurtful. And it chips away at a marriage in a really profound way. Um, and another factor is dishonesty. When you, um, you know, you try to be evasive when your spouse asks you something and they say, ah, no big deal, or forget about it, or they point blank. Basically, by, by saying that, they're, they're more or less telling you that I don't trust you. I don't feel safe in this marriage with you, or I don't trust myself to tell you this. So all of these are signs that you're uh, micro-cheating, that you're um, like chipping away at your marriage, and therefore it's very important to do the opposite of these things, which the opposite of these things are very simply to protect your marriage in a very, very strong way. Every little step, the small things, seemingly insignificant things, you do towards your spouse and not away from your spouse. So you never complain about your husband and wife to anyone else. If, doesn't mean you bottle it inside? No, it doesn't mean you bottle it inside. 
it means that you choose litayelas when a problem does come up first obviously this the main issue thing that the resolution is is to talk between yourselves to learn the form of healthy communication but if if that not that and you need to talk to someone other than your wife and you don't have who to talk to then yes you do need to find a mentor or a rav or someone a therapist or someone objective with the sole purpose of Latayelis to just help you out with the emotions you're feeling and whatever it is. But the idea of complaining uh, to family members and to siblings and to parents and it is not a healthy thing. And certainly um, you wouldn't talk with the opposite gender, like we said, uh, negatively about your spouse. And generally, when we talked about emotional affairs, we explained at that point that uh, that is a very, very common way to connect to people who have emotion period. So basically a, a man and a woman that are married to other people and they get together at work or wherever it is, the one of the main common ground argument, um, discussions that they have that brings them quote-unquote closer is their expressing to each other their dishappiness with their own spouses. So that is, um, we need to completely not do that and hold back for people who have charming personalities and sometimes it's easy or they feel a certain sense of power or feeling good when they know how to charm somebody they're good salesmen or in general they they say things that know how to press people's buttons and therefore they use flirting uh, to uh, sometimes manipulate people sometimes they use flirting to get unwanted attention from the opposite gender and all this is very hurtful to marriage you have to be transparent uh, about your money and finances, even if there's a spending issue. So then you have to talk to each other about if you feel you're spending too much and you work out this, these problems. But you need, you can't. There has to be transparency in those things, and to dress up nicer and to be more presentable for your husband, for your wife. We talked about it when we discussed the ten needs of um, that are needed the 10 needs of a husband to a wife, wife to a husband, one of them is a pleasant physical appearance and to take care of your self-care, to eat healthier, to be at a healthy weight, to take showers, all these basic, basic things, and to dress nicely. But look covered your wife and look covered your husband. That's a very important thing. And do the opposite of silent treatment. When you're frustrated, sometimes you need to be quiet, but you never do it with a, with a with a certain stonewalling that hurts another person. Then the tremendous akpada you have to have of never ever to hurt your wife in any way, especially when there are other people around. If you have guests by a Shabbos table, or or um, any type of gathering, a simcha gathering where you're all together, it could be a family gathering, a friend gathering. There you have to be exceptionally careful to not say anything to your wife or about your wife in front of other people that will hurt them or demean them. If anything, uh, you know, you, 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 you treat uh, your husband and wife with respect and, and special re- regard when you're with other people and they're watching. And of course, to be honest with one another, to be honest, not to evade, and to really, truly be transparent with one another. And the key really this, uh, of this is really building, building blocks. We talked about it in general in Avaidus Hashem. In doing mitzvahs and meisim and people uh, obviously think about the great, unbelievable things that you could do as mitzvahs. But the truth is, is every little 
little, little baby step has true, unbelievable significance, like every pruta that you give in tzedakah, every good deed, every five minutes of learning. And just like we said in the negative side, that emotional cheating could be in micro steps, in small ways that you're chipping away at your marriage. You could do the opposite and take these small steps, these small steps of building your marriage. It seems insignificant. So what? I'm just telling my wife the truth. So I am not rolling my eyes. I'm not stonewalling. I'm talking to her in an honest way. There's no one around that's going to give you a standing ovation for that. But these little things that no one notices, dressing a little nicer, without no one, anyone telling you, not even your husband or wife telling you about it, just in your own mind saying, you know, maybe now I'm going to shift it a little bit. I'm going to, for now on, dress a little nicer, be more bakavadik, be more, you know, uh, um, make myself more attractive to my spouse, even without them asking or telling just atzderecheretz, inner pneumistic atzderecheretz I have for them. You have that, you change that shift within you, in your heart. The opposite of this micro-cheating is to do this micro-building. The building up, little by little, you start, if you were closed up before and not transparent, you start opening up to your wife more. You start opening up to your husband more. And you, you, are, you, you, you basically chip away, chip away of keeping away at the negative behaviors and the positive behaviors. Those small building blocks are tremendous, are tremendous. We don't see it from day to day, but this is what we're talking about, about protecting your marriage. Protecting your marriage means staying away from the negative things that we discussed in this year. And then there is the building blocks of the marriage of doing the very opposite of the things described, those little actions in the positive direction that has tremendous impact in your marriage. Nothing is insignificant. Every smile, every warmth, every time you're honest, every time you dress more bakavadik for your for your husband or wife. And every time you're, you, you build them up and you talk with respect, especially when other people are around and you're on purpose, you, 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 you always try to be empathetic and listening, but especially when other people are around, you do so. And again, not for show. People do these things for show to think, oh, I'm in love, I'm in love, or whatever. No, not for show, but just to demonstrate how much you really care about your wife and your husband, how much they mean to you. And that creates a tremendous marriage over time. Those little steps create a tremendous marriage over time. Hatzlocha and bracha.